Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. It's Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. This is your daily financial news, and these are the five things that I think you need to know today. Welcome. One Rental at a Time is a channel dedicated to daily discipline, focus, and sharing with you stories of people moving forward, taking, uh, looking for opportunity, and generally being positive. Uh, what we have for the first thing, though, is just a hard conversation. 2023 is going to be a year of pain. I think it is interesting for us to kind of look ahead and see what parts of the economy might feel that pain the greatest. And remember, where there is pain, there is opportunity. Where there is great pain, there is great opportunity. So hopefully you are in a position where you can make moves and take opportunity uh, in 2023. First and foremost, I think without question, the auto market. The auto market is where there is a lot of pain and it is right on the cusp of spreading, becoming a real issue. And again, folks, it all goes back to lending. Lending in the auto market two years ago with stimmy checks and all of that wasn't what it was all cracked up to be. Prices got inflated. Loan volume increased. Now, Reality is setting in recession. The stimulus checks are gone, and we are going to see lots of pain in the auto market. Good news is, if you happen to be like the lumberjack, Matt, the lumberjack landlord, and be in the market for a high-end vehicle, I suspect you will get your opportunity. And again, remember, the other thing I think happened in the auto market is we pulled forward a lot of demand. Right, We pulled forward a lot of damn demand, meaning, hey, I got a new car last year. I don't need a new car next year. So again, these are all things going on. I think the auto market is going to go through the valley of despair. It will come out the other side in a couple of years. But I do expect the auto market to have quite a bit of pain. Let's talk about housing. Housing is going to have pain, but kind of in a different way. I believe the lending structure behind auto loans is much like the subprime lending of 2006 and 7, and it will have the same outcomes. When you give loans on inflated assets to people who really aren't qualified, you get what you deserve. That is not happening in housing. 98% of the loans are fixed. All the debt is cheap. You've heard this story from me many, many times. But that said, it doesn't mean housing doesn't have pain. There will be lots of pain. If you are in the mortgage industry, you have already felt pain. If you are a realtor, a broker, a title company, an appraiser, you have already felt pain. 
unfortunately, I think you have another year of pain. So like Brian Lebo has told us many times, take a hard look at your months of life, what he calls mole, get small, survive this. If this is about survive till 2024, if you can survive to 2024 on the other side of this, 30, 40% of your competition gone. You will be stronger, more experienced with a bigger network. It's just where we are. Other places that you will feel pain. I still think Airbnb. I think Airbnb became this new hot, everybody's printing money, easy money. It's not. It is a business. In fact, your IR, if you go and file your taxes and you have Airbnbs, it's not passive income. It's not a passive investment. It is a business. It is a hospitality business. It is far harder than people make it look. And if you're doing this in an environment where inventory rises and daily rates come down, it's going to be a problem. Obviously, iBuyers. We are already seeing the death of iBuyers. I believe in 2023, that business model will not exist. If iBuyers cannot make money in the most in the easiest market to flip, it is an interesting idea that doesn't work. iBuyers will be gone. Uh, build for rent. Build for rent is going to grow in popularity, right? We are already seeing home builders pivot some of their uh, construction to build for rent. They're selling to private equity or hedge funds or insurance companies or American homes for rent or invitation homes or whatever. That is going to be how builders keep going. They're going to go slower, but they will continue to build. I do have a question about contractors, home improvement stores, right? We've already talked about transaction volume crashing. I'm suspecting existing home sales sub 4 million. But what does that mean for contractors? What does that mean for home improvement stores? If we are staying put, do we invest in our homes? Did we do that already? I really don't know. That's kind of a wash. So again, I think there is a lot of pain coming. We have already heard on this channel. First, Anna Kelly, I think it was last week. It might have been the week before. She told us about how she negotiated a new construction deal in San Antonio, Texas for 30% below list price. I believe Anna is amazing and a top-notch investor, but what she did is repeatable. If you find a community where that builder is trying to get out, you too can negotiate a good price. Two, we have heard from people in Phoenix and Sacramento and other markets buy direct from iBuyers. We are already hearing from Lance Lambert, Fortune Editor, telling us that Redfin, if they have something on the market for two weeks, they cut it 2%. Two weeks, cut it 2%. These are all things you can do to get a great deal, right? I tell you to keep looking for 30 or 60 days on market and write a great offer. Below list price, ask for closing costs, rate buy downs. Again, do yourself a favor. Use this opportunity where your competition is sleeping or afraid to find your great deal. Cash flow day one and a great deal. If you don't know what average is in your market, start there. Learn average. Home builders. Let's talk about home builders. Home builder sentiment down 12 months in a row. Lowest point since 2012. As I believe I said yesterday, 
Maybe it was the day before. I believe what this week is going to be for home builders and real estate in general is the start of the bottoming process. We have been on such a negative tilt. I believe what we are going to see this week are the bottoming foundation. You're going to start to see green shoots, meaning little areas of opportunity. I am not calling for some... Wow, what was that? One of my puppies were screaming. I have to go check that out in a minute. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, one of the our home builders, you're going to start to see them... Um, really reposition themselves. They're going to say, hey, I'm not going to build here. I'm going to go there. So again, home builder sentiment is down at 2012 levels. Uh, I believe what we are going to see is that will start to tick up ever so slowly going forward. Housing starts and housing permits, man. Again, the numbers that came out this morning, housing starts actually better than expected. But I think there's a story there. We will get into that in a minute. Housing starts were down half a percent month on month. Estimates were to be negative 1.8%. And just in case you want the year-on-year number, they're down 16.4% year-on-year. Building permits. This one is the one that should catch your attention. Building permits down 11.2%. Expectations were 2.1% negative, so 500% worse. They're down 22.4% year on year. Now let's talk about housing completions. Housing completions are up, up 10.8%, and they are up 6% year on year. So let's tie all this together. What is happening? It is my belief that builders are focusing on their backlog, which means they have more housing completions and they have more housing starts. And what you see in building permits is them going, you know what? We are going to go slower. We are not going to operate in that iffy market. We are going to really, really uh, reduce our uh, development. So again, I think that's what the story is by the home builders. Hey, what happened over there? I heard you scream. I don't know if you guys heard that scream or not. I don't know how loud it was, but this little guy, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to go check out what happened. So again, that is what happened with the building permits, building housing starts and housing completions. I think builders are just being good operators. Let's get through our backlog. Let's reduce our future spend and let's just go slower. This is how housing bottoms. And then finally, If they're doing what I expect them to do, and it appears they are, inventory in six to nine months is going to be way, way. You think we have low inventory today? Wait six, wait nine months. It could get a lot worse. All right, go down. Bloomberg. Bloomberg wrote an article about 2023. And it is pretty much what you and I have been talking about. Bloomberg expects 2023 to be one of the worst years for the world economy. This is something we've been talking on this channel for about 90 days. And again, as a macro economist, it is important to understand 
the worldwide perspective, the fact that we may go into another worldwide recession. But you and I, we need to act at the micro level. Insulate our job. Reduce our expenses. Focus on disposable income. And buy assets. The, it is without question. The way to become wealthy is to buy assets on sale. If you want to do it my way, you not only buy assets on sale, but you buy assets on sale that cash flow and produce a great yield or cash on cash. You are going to have your opportunity. My only question is, will you do the work? I've been talking about this on this YouTube channel for four years. I know some of you are doing the work. I believe, I don't know, 60% are not. Do the work. Buy box, daily discipline, figure out average, write great offers. It's not easy, but it is simple. I can give you the steps. I can repeat the steps. I can bring other millionaires on the channel to regurgitate the same steps in different vocabulary. But you must execute. You can sit on the couch and be afraid. Or you can do the work and build confidence. I know which one works. Are you going to sit here in 2026 and say, I wish I took advantage of the recession? Recessions are where you build wealth. I don't know what else to tell you. All right, let's talk about the Bank of Japan. I don't know if you've seen this. Bank of Japan rug pulled the market, blah, blah, blah. They basically doubled the range of where they want to keep rates from uh, a negative 25 basis to positive for now. 50 basis points. The reason that the market shifted so violently, the reason that the dollar weakened so violently is it was a surprise. Again, what Bank of Japan did yesterday was a surprise to central bankers and the markets. This is why Jerome Powell is trying to be so crystal clear on what is coming and delivering what is expected by the market. This is why Jerome Powell keeps saying we are going higher. He doesn't want the market to be surprised. So what is happening in the Bank of Japan? Well, what I think is going to happen is the yen will strengthen, which will mean the dollar weakens. Something else that has happened is borrowing costs by the government of Japan just effectively doubled. It doubled. It went from 25 basis to 50. That may not feel like a lot, but it is a double. It is up 100%. Now that will take time to ripple through, but with a country with that kind of debt level, that will be felt. So again, uh, I think there's a lot of things going on with the Bank of Japan. I think the real issue was the market was surprised. At the end of the day, if the dollar weakens, it actually can help a lot of our global companies. Because remember, something we've talked about for 
a quarter or two is the strong dollar is hurting earnings because of currency, currency conversion. If the dollar weakens, that actually is helpful. So it could be a small silver lining. But it is pretty obvious that the rates around the world are going up. Japan was the last holdout. And now even in Japan, rates are going up. Inflation in Japan is a problem. They haven't had inflation in Japan in seemingly 40 years. Now, it's not inflation like the rest of the world, but it is going up. And this is why they are doing it. And then lastly, let's talk about non-QM lenders. Uh, Non-qualified mortgage, right? We have Convoy. We have Velocity Mortgage on this channel every week or at least most weeks. I want to be very clear. If you are an investor like myself, you need to do yourself a favor and have multiple investing or non-QM lenders in your back pocket. Opportunity will present itself, but you need to have multiple lenders. The non-QM space is going to see shrinkage. They're going to see companies disappear almost overnight. Uh, first guarantee mortgage, Sprout, the list goes on and on. So please do yourself a favor. As you are learning your market, please grow your network. Reach out to multiple lenders, whether it's Convoy and Velocity or others. Do yourself a favor. Protect yourself. Don't get surprised. You've got to be able to close on the deal. And sometimes a non-QM lender is the right way to go. So at the end of the day, folks, we got another golden ticket. Yes, folks, a golden ticket. What's a golden ticket? A golden ticket is when somebody watches one rental at a time and closes their first deal. Aisha, congratulations. You are getting number 13 of 100. Yes, folks, this is the 13th golden ticket we are sending out since December 1st. I am so proud of each and every one of you for getting this. Also, don't forget, we are trying to send out a thousand of these. Folks, you can only ever get one of these but you can get lots of these. What are these? These are the tickets I'm trying to send out a thousand, a thousand of these. Get two, get three, shoot, get 10, 12, 15 of these in the next year. This is my number one goal, to see that one rental at a time is helping people do the work, take action. So Aisha, congratulations, it will go out in the mail. Come get yours, guys. Did you get a deal done and I helped you? Let me know. Easiest way to do this is to direct message me on Instagram. Remember, I will need your address. The mailman insists on an address. So give me the address to mail it to you. I will congratulate you on this show and then stick it in the mailbox. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day. What is today? Tuesday, December 20th. Those are the five things. Like, subscribe, comment, become part of the family. Bye-bye.